Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland, and this is the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Father, thank you so much today. Yesterday was we, we came to that 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 wonderful place again in in your in your books that we have an everlasting covenant with you. You're a covenant-making, covenant-keeping God. You're honest, and your word is good. And we thank you. And we are, we are rapidly becoming like Abraham, where we are fully persuaded because of your blood. Fully persuaded. And we don't back down from the devil or any of his works. In Jesus' name. Amen. Join me again in welcoming Thank Professor you. Stevens to this Thank broadcast. You. Thank, you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's read Ephesians once again here. Chapter 2. Wherefore, remember you being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision, but that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made my hands... At that time, you were without Christ. Mm-hmm. You were without the anointed one. You were without his anointing. You were an alien from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God mm-hmm. in the world. Covenants of promise have become religions. True covenant is hope, which is coming from religion to reality. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. I just noticed something. How many times, how many programs have we read that verse right there? Uh, you were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. You were without the Messiah. Yeah. You didn't have a covenant with the Messiah like we do. But there were people that were allowed to live in the commonwealth of Israel that weren't Jewish. That's right. And they, they got overflow blessing because of where they were. But you, you didn't even have that, he says. You weren't even part of the commonwealth of Israel and strangers. From all the covenants. Didn't even have a clue that they existed. Syrophoenician woman. Absolutely right. And Jesus, but she said, she said covenant words. Yes, she did. That got his attention. She called him son of David. She called him Messiah. And she said, have hesed on me. Which is uh, the the covenant of God's everlasting mercy. David was so big on the Hesed, and he's covenant. Oh, he understood it maybe oh, better yeah, than anybody yeah, ever did. Than anybody, I think he did things that should have got him killed. Yeah, but he was quick to repent and quick to call upon that mercy, and he would not. He he honored. That's the thing about David. He would not touch Saul. No, he wouldn't. Even though he's anointed king and been replaced. Saul's been replaced. Uh, he wouldn't do it. He just would not do it. No, not at all. And he's a man after God's own heart. And the thing that goes after God's heart is covenant reality. You, When you know that you know that you know you have that covenant. Glory to God. Flip over there to the book of Romans right quick. And let's look at something about... Um, Abraham in that in that fourth chapter of uh, Romans verse 19 being not weak in faith he considered not his own body now dead 
when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise. There it is. He staggered not at that covenant. Mm-hmm. It was it was a covenant in his own blood. Well, in any way, he's going to stagger at it. Through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully persuaded. That's what happens when a person becomes blood covenant minded and hearted where you can you can sit down with Jesus you can sit down with your heavenly father and you can say now look there's a lot I don't know about this you know everything about this but I have access to it because you and I are in covenant together he started bringing up that 120 year lifespan in, in Genesis 6 3 and uh, that and and then uh, through Keith Moore's teachings and so forth, uh, and through the footnotes of the classic Amplified, mm-hmm. that uh, three score and ten, four score plus strength, never was his promise. That was a curse. It was a curse. Mm-hmm. God said 120. So, I really didn't want to do that. At, at at first. Sure. But he just a little bit at a time kept talking to me about it, kept talking to me about it, and I kept studying it. I kept looking at it. And then he said, you don't have to do this. Now, I don't mean a heard an audible voice, but in here, yes, when you develop that, yes, sir. When, when over, if you listen, you can develop it mm-hmm. and trust it. As long as it lines up with the word. He said, will you do that for me? Because mm. of course. Of course I will. At the time he said that, my body was so full of pain because of what had happened to me back then in 2004. When that disc ruptured in my back, uh, I had a muscle spasm in my back that was Horrible. And I won't go into all that, but, and that pain just stayed in there, just stayed and stayed and stayed. But over a period of time, it, I just believe in God and, and, and so forth, it, a whole lot less than what it had been, but it was, it was there. And, uh, I said, well, and we, you've heard me talk about it. We went through that. I said, yes, sir, I'll do it. That's, I enter covenant with you. So I consider not my own body now, 83 years old, Amen. but I only consider what he promised me. And he promised me 120. Amen. And now I'm, I'm totally pain free and, and, and I work out hard and it changed my entire life. That one covenant move. Just simply, Greg, because I'm, I'm a very, 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 covenant aware even when medical science is involved and it is because there, there, there was uh, some things that that uh, brought about a major change mm-hmm. and it was wonderful mm-hmm. but all of that I mix it with faith whatever it is. 
And I asked the Lord, I said, shall I, shall I not go do that? <clears throat> and, and, and just stand on your covenant? It's fine with me because I'll get there. No, he said, don't do that. He said, I, I provided this. I provided that man. You never knew, you didn't know him until a few weeks ago. And he said, I provided him. I set him up for you. Go on. There you go. There you are. I thought about what you said yesterday at the end. You were talking about knowing this in your head versus being fully persuaded yeah. of this. Now, here, Abraham is righteous because uh, God said he was righteous. The Bible also tells us that Lot, his relative, was righteous too. Lot is 24 hours away from his city being destroyed, totally oblivious to it. Yet the Bible calls him righteous. Doesn't know. He hadn't, he hadn't gotten to the place Abraham did, that he was fully persuaded. He's still largely since ruled. And God, because of the covenant, will go down and say, well, you know, we can't do that. We're going to need to talk to our friend, Abraham. And Abraham begins to negotiate with God. If there's 50, if there's 40, if there's 30 righteous, will you spare it? And that's what he did with you. He negotiated with yeah, you he did. over time. You I don't did, have to do this. Yeah, he said, she said you, you know, I already knew I'd live to be 92. Right. Because of an experience that I've had with it. And uh, I just settled that and was happy with that. And, uh, and, and he said, no, you don't have to do this. He said, you can, you can just go on at 92 if you want to. And he said, everything will be all right. That's what he was doing with you, like he did with Abraham. Because yeah, you're his friend. That's right. Capital F. Yeah. And so as a result of that, he's negotiating with you. Now, if you want to do this, now, I'm with you. Think about it like this. I'm his son. But I grew up, and now I'm in business with him. Mm-hmm. I got born again. I didn't know what I was. <laughs> well, I was still flying airplanes and 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 tried to get away with that for, for and did for a while. That's all I had. But that commercial ticket got me into the right seat of Oral Roberts airplane and created an, 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 a, a sweet place. With him that lasted until he went home to be with the Lord at over 90. And um, I, I just, but as it began to grow and develop, and you come to that place where Kenneth Hagin was. You just talk to God all the time. You talk to him about where you're going this morning and what about going this way or that direction. Being sensitive to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did that all the time. All the time. If you were around Brother Hagen, he did that all the time. All the time. Um, I was thinking about this. Jesus established that covenant with us. We, we know it as communion. We talked about that on previous broadcasts. But it really started with, with Abraham. That, that started in Genesis 14 or verse 18. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The first mention of bread and wine where... Mm-hmm. Melchizedek, here we come out yes. of the covenant of Noah. Yes. He's one of the survivors, that, that's Shem. Yeah. Comes out of there and he meets him in Jerusalem, which was called Salem at the time. And Christian theology teaches that that man is a type of Christ and some think it was Christ. Well, I believe it was, it was Shem. That well, line uh, of that covenant. Greg. Yes, sir. The Jews have it on record. Yes, sir. Because I got it out of the Hamas. <laughs> yes, sir. 
<laughs> You're right. And that's why I believe what I believe. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you, you, you mostly Jew. That's right. Yeah. But <laughs> both are correct. He is a type. Yeah, he is. But he, he is, he is Shem of Noah. So that event, the moment that bread, here's the thing that you need to tie it together. The pieces together. The moment that bread and wine happened, the, the juice and the, the bread with Melchizedek, that marked Jerusalem as a covenant spot. It did. It absolutely that did. That city. Now David is going to step into that. Now Jesus is going to step into that and establish this covenant with his disciples. Now that, that the, and, the, and the, one of the clues to it, one of the keys to it is Melchizedek. Yes. Which means Lord Mayor of Salem or to become Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Melech and, Zadok. And he, he wore um, the, the mantle, or it, it wasn't actually a mantle, but it was a, a necklace form of thing that said who he was. It was his badge of authority. And he said, blessed be Abram yes, he of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. Yes, he did. He called him possessor of heaven and earth because he's in covenant. That's exactly and right. Abram said to the king, he said, I have lifted my hand to God. Never let it be said that any man made Abram rich. But Almighty God, I added that. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but he said, because he's in covenant with him. He, he knew he was rich before he ever got rich. This is what this covenant is all about, man. And every time you take communion, there it is. Every time you take communion, you say, Whoa, never let any man say that he made Kenneth Copeland rich, but Almighty God. Because I, so, I was so broke, I couldn't pay attention. That's right. When I partake of communion, you do that this Sunday, you can do it in your house today. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you should. Yes, you should. Uh, when you partake of communion, everything Jesus was, you're partaking of, of who he is and what he became. The great exchange happened. He took all of my sickness and my junk on himself, became that. God judged him. And he's not mad at me anymore. I, I live in peace with the Father because of the blood of Jesus. And there's a future element to it. When he said, I, will know, I won't partake of this again till I do it with you in my kingdom. Peace on earth. Mm-hmm. Goodwill toward men. Mm-hmm. The sacrifice was in the earth. It's over. It's over. The war is over between heaven and earth. And God can say, all right, glory to God. It's done. And so now we are messengers of that covenant. Yes, we are. Not in our own authority. We, there was one messenger of the covenant. That's Jesus. But we now have his the same anointing. Get into that, Greg. The, I want to hear this, more okay, about the that. The same message. spirit that raised Jesus from the dead now dwells in me. Okay. So we are in, living in a time of fulfillment of the previous covenants, not total fulfillment. There's some things that were spoken of in the first covenant that are yet to be done. 
that will involve Israel, that will involve Daniel, some of the things mm-hmm. that will mm-hmm. see the, the Antichrist, mm-hmm. uh, those things. So it's not totally fulfilled. But it's, and all of, all of that is still Old Covenant. Absolutely. All of that, the whole tribulation thing, that is all yes, still sir. Old Covenant. Yes, sir. And so a lot of what Jesus was preaching, like on the Mount of Beatitudes, he's talking to them about a future time during the Messianic reign. A lot of people don't realize that. When he said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, that prayer, that prayer has been answered. Yes, it has. Oh, it's done. Completely. <laughs> totally. So he's fulfilling <laughs> and, esta- and abolishing temporal elements of the covenant and establish, establishing an everlasting covenant. So what do I mean by that? Certain things in the old covenant were temporary. For example, our exclusion, because we're not Jewish. Mm-hmm. The natural seed of Abraham. Well, that's been done away with. Now, because we're in Christ, there's neither Jew nor Greek, bond nor free, male nor female. There's no more. He doesn't have distinction. He doesn't have distinction in races or groups of people. The ministry of the Holy Spirit and the angels now is an everlasting one in the earth. They're back in the earth. That wasn't available in the first covenant. The Holy Spirit could come on someone, a priest or a king, but not indwell them. That changed everything for Lucifer. (laughs) (laughs) On the day of Pentecost, all of a sudden, there's 120 and then 3,000 by the end of the day. They're all just like Jesus. And they're all just like Jesus. And just tore everything he had done for thousands of years, just handed it to him on a plate, man. I mean, just tore him up. He didn't know what happened. No. At all. It was hidden from him. Exactly, it was hidden from him. So there were some smaller covenants in that first covenant that were only for Israel. Example being the land covenant that yeah. it was tied to. That's your land. That's not my land. That, that's their land, and they should never give an inch of it away. So here's the thing: born of a virgin, seed of a woman, promised seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the seed of the house of David, the uh, the son of David. That's all the messenger of this covenant. <clears throat> Those things have all been fulfilled. Malachi chapter 3. Let me show you something. Malachi chapter 3. Go to Matthew and turn to the left. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Behold, I will... Now, look at, this, look at this. Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek. So there's, there's the messenger that will come before Jesus, but listen to this. The Lord whom you seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant. That's Jesus. Mm-hmm. Whom you delight in, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. Now, if you go over Romans chapter 15, mm-hmm. verse 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now, what things were written aforetime? The first, the first testament. Yes. Jesus never preached a message out of Second Corinthians. wasn't there. So when he opened the scriptures and talked about himself, it was the first covenant, first testament. Right. When Paul opened the scriptures, when Peter opened the scriptures, where were they coming from? Because they all talk about, and some of them allude to our day. Even Let's, let me go on down here. Look at verse eight. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the fathers and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his hesed, his mercy, Mm -hmm. 
As it is written, for this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. And then verse 10 tells us, and again he says, rejoice you Gentiles with his people. We've been grafted in to this covenant by the messenger of the covenant, Jesus. And when he came into the earth, I mean, the whole planet rejoiced. The angels rejoiced. People came to see him and called him king. So this new covenant for Jew and Gentile alike is one person, and his name is Jesus. Mm. That's my access point. That's the fulfillment of all of these other covenants. It's all done in him. Now, some of them haven't been fulfilled yet. He will return and set up his kingdom. And they tried and tried and tried, Brother Copeland, to get him to do that the entire time. Mm-hmm. They were, he was in the earth in his ministry, and he wouldn't do it. Um, they tried to force him to do it one time, and he would always withdraw because he knew something that everybody else didn't know. There had to come a time when these people that didn't have a covenant and strength, he wouldn't have been God because he came to the whole earth. For God so loved the world. That's right. We were the people of the world. He had to find a way to bring them in. I want to inject something right here. The wisdom of God into into the hearts and minds of our forefathers are the ones who set this nation up. Mm. They wrote the Constitution and the Bill of Rights in such a way that with the heart that it would do away with slavery. That's right. That all men are created equal. They really believed that would do that. Well, eventually it did. But the the thing that had to happen that hadn't happened until Rosa Parks God bless her heart had been free had been free since Abraham Lincoln the first Republican wrote the Emancipation Proclamation but nothing happened until action was taken. That's right. And then it started unraveling, right? <laughs> it started unraveling. Amen. They tried, our founding fathers, you mentioned, they tried to get rid of slavery before we were a nation. Pennsylvania and New York both Absolutely. voted on it, and the King of England vetoed it, said you cannot do that. And we're out of time. And we're out of time. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.